Hey there, how's it going? Thank you for joining me. I'm coming to you today, not as Joe, not as a binge eating dietitian, not as a healthcare professional, not as somebody who wakes up every morning with the fire in her belly to smash the taboo of binge eating. I'm not coming to you today as that person. I'm not starting off this podcast episode with my usual, welcome to the binge eating dietitian podcast. I'm coming to you today as somebody different. I'm coming to you today, not as Joe, but as Joanne. I've been Joanne my whole life, basically until I moved to the UK in 2017. And spoiler alert, if you ever move to the UK and your name is Joanne or Josephine or some other Joe type name, you will be shortened to Joe. And luckily I liked it. I loved it. I embraced it. I'm fine with it. However, today I'm coming to you as Joanne. And I'm coming to you today as Joanne because when I struggled with binge eating, I was Joanne. I was not Joe. I was not this confident person who's able to just hop on a mic or hop on stories on Instagram and tell you about how best to recover from binge eating or to bring you all this amazing, evidence-based, well-thought-out content on binge eating recovery. I do that really well. And I know that you agree that this podcast has been helpful to you. And I'm so thankful for you for listening and for keeping me going. But today, I want to park that. I want to leave that to one side. And I want to come to you as Joanne. Because it was Joanne that struggled with binge eating. And I want to talk to you today about how, what I needed, what I would have loved to have offered to me when I was struggling with binge eating all those years ago. Back when I struggled, it was 2014, 2015, so seven, eight years ago, a long time ago, it was a completely different world when it comes to binge eating recovery. There was not half as many resources available to me then. I couldn't just look up Instagram and search for binge eating coaches. I couldn't find podcasts. Actually, were podcasts even a thing in 2014, 2015? I don't know. And anything that I did find didn't resonate with me. As you know, I'm from Ireland. I certainly could not speak openly about it to my GP, my primary care provider, and friends and family were a no-go as well. In today's episode, I want to tell you what I wish somebody could have told me then. And I'm not sugarcoating this. I'm not going to edit this podcast much. I'm just going to get straight in with it. Because I did not feel seen back then. It took years for me to feel understood. And It took way longer for me to get better from binge eating than I think or I hope that it would take you now. At least you have so much more available to you to help you get better from it. Whereas back then it just wasn't, or at least maybe I just wasn't looking in the right places. So here we go. What would Joanne have wanted to hear back then? And how can this help you? I want to help you to feel seen. I didn't feel seen back then. I didn't feel seen for years and years and I want you to feel seen and that's why I'm sharing this today. So before I jumped on the mic, I thought about like what would Joanne want to see back then or want to have heard back then to help her feel seen and I've come up with three things. I'm just going to get them out quickly and that's why I've called this episode episode 99.5 because it's not one of my true episodes. I'm not coming at you with my advice or my support or information about binge eating, I'm coming to you on a much more personal level today. The first thing I want you to know is that, and I'm speaking to Joanne right now, I'm getting a bit emotional because I'm not speaking to you, I'm speaking to my my past self. 
2014 selves, the first thing I want to say is that please know you haven't brought this on yourself. You have not brought binge eating on yourself. You have not caused your disordered relationship with food. I know that right now you don't feel normal. You don't feel normal around food. You don't feel like you'll ever be normal. You think that a normal relationship with food is for other people. It's not for you. You believe that you brought this on yourself. After all, nobody else can put that food in your mouth. Nobody else can drive to the petrol station and stock up on all those chocolate and biscuits and oh, mint chocolate rice cakes. They were a food that I used to binge on so much. Oh, I can't stand the thought of, of them right now because it just makes me feel ill with how much I ate those. When I, really, all I wanted was the mint crisp, the dairy milk mint crisp. That's what I wanted. But instead, I tried to substitute with um, chocolate mint rice cakes, which I thought were a healthier option. Anyway, I digress. I need you to know you didn't cause this. You are not perpetuating it either. You are not. It's not a, as a result of your actions that you're keeping this going. This is something that you need to heal from. This is not something that you should be able to click your fingers and just get your act together. I'm telling you this now as Joe, the binge eating dietitian who has all this expertise professionally behind her, that we don't blame individuals for causing your disordered eating. Never. It is never the individual's fault. It is never a problem that has come from you inherently. You did not cause this. You did not bring this on yourself. Please stop beating yourself up. Stop going to town on yourself every time you eat something that you think that you shouldn't or every time that you have a binge. You're not broken. You didn't cause this and you're not broken. Secondly, Joanne, what I need to tell you is that your binge eating defies all logic. You can't get your head around this because it seems so illogical. It seems so messed up that when you're already feeling stuffed full, like you physically can't eat anymore, you're just so grossly full up of food, like your stomach is so distended, you feel like you're about to burst. Yet, your go-to is to think about where you can get your next chocolate from, where you can get food from next. It's like you're already feeling bad about yourself and you just want to make yourself feel even worse. Joanne, I need to tell you, this defies all logic, seemingly. Binge eating defies all logic, or so it seems. It's only when you work with somebody who, who can pinpoint exactly what's going on that they, they can see the wood from the trees. When you're in it, Joanne, you can't see anything. You don't know what is going on. You can't see how binge eating is serving you. But believe me, Joanne, it is serving you. It is providing some purpose in your life. It is fulfilling a need. I know you can't see it. I know you think that this justifies all logic, that there is nothing logical about binge eating. And yeah, you're right. That is how it seems. It it does seem like it's just the most messed up reaction to life is to eat everything in sight. Oh, I, uh, I'm speechless. I'm really speechless. And I know that you are too, Joanne. But it's okay. Please remember, you're not alone. Everybody thinks the same. Everybody who's joining us now listening to this podcast knows the exact same. It defies all logic. And thirdly, the last thing that I want you to know is that 
it's okay that you have lost days and weeks and months to binging. It's okay you've put your life on hold. It's okay that you have hoped that you would have had it sorted by now. You look back six months ago and you said, oh, I'm definitely going to have it sorted by the new year. Or I'm definitely going to have it sorted by Christmas. Or I'm definitely going to have it sorted by the summer. It's okay. I know it hasn't worked out like that. But that's life. Your disordered eating, it doesn't really care what you think. It doesn't care what plans you have. It doesn't care what hopes that you have for the future. It's something separate to you. And it brings me back to my first point that it's just not your fault that you haven't been able to sort it out. It's not your fault that you haven't been able to get on top of it yet. Okay, I need you to have hope. You are going to get on top of it. You will get on top of this. It's just going to take a bit more time and you need to realize it's not necessarily going to be as per your timeline. You're going to have to forfeit to it on some level. You're going to have to let yourself go through a process and not put any time limit on it. It's going to take how long it's going to take. And that's okay. I know you've lost days to it. I know that you have taken your diary and literally crossed off days and days and written in the word binge on the days that you've eaten your f everything available to you. I know that you've put off holidays. I know that you've put off meeting people. I know that you've put off doing the things that make you feel more like you. But it's okay. It's all part of getting better. You believed it would be simpler to get on top of this. After all, it's just food, right? Like if you just make a better plan, if you just stick to it, if you just prepare better, if you just use the tracking apps in a new way, you will get a handle on this. I know that's what you believed. I know that's what you thought was going to happen and it's okay. Your binge eating had different plans and that's why binge eating is a complex eating disorder behavior. What we're talking about now is nothing trivial. It's nothing benign. Binge eating can be a really serious problem and it should be treated as such. Doesn't mean that you're never going to get better from it because Joanne, let me tell you, you are better from it. The years have gone by now and you have the best relationship with food that you've ever had and now you're helping other people you get the privilege of helping other people to get to that point too and you've dedicated your professional life to it so look at you now you're doing amazing it's going to take time it's going to take support it's going to take resources please hang in there if any of this resonated with you those listening out there i'm not talking to my past self anymore if any of that resonated with you, can you please let me know? Just drop me an email, say that really helped or some of that hit home for me too. I understand that when, I know that when I'm helping my clients overcome binge eating, I come at it from two angles. I have the professional hat on and I have the personal insight into it too. This was a really vulnerable episode for me to record. As you can imagine, I tried to just press record and forget that I was, actually recording this and not just speaking out loud I hope that it helped I hope that it helped make you feel like you didn't cause it I hope you know that it defies all logic and that it's okay that you've lost days weeks months of your life you are going to get better hang in there please hang in there no seriously if you want to get better from binge eating you can do it you can overcome this. You can get better from this. I'm not saying that you'll never binge ever again. 
but you can get to a better place with your relationship with food. You have every right to have hope. There is so much reason to have hope. I believe in you. I believe in you. I believe in you. So that's your call to action after this episode. Send me that email. Let me know if this resonated. And I will see you next week for episode 100 of the Binge Eating Dietitian podcast. Sincerely, thank you so much for listening. Please take care of yourself.